All right, thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders. This is the podcast where we highlight undiscovered talent. We're scanning Y Combinator, Pioneer, Product Hunt, Twitter, Indie Hackers, all these different networks to find really interesting founders and interesting projects and startups, and we feature them on the podcast before you've probably heard of any of them. And what's great about this is you get to follow along on their journey as they become more and more successful and say, I knew them when. So thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders, and let's get into our next founder you haven't heard of, but you will. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we're talking to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Derek Chung, who is one of the creators of Zealous. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Very good. How about yourself, Matt? I'm doing very well. I, as, as some of the listeners know from the past you know, couple of episodes, I've been very interested in you know gaming and esports you know vertical and market so i'm really stoked to be to be talking to you i mean with that for the people that don't know what you're working on what zealous is can you describe what what you're working on yeah of course you know it's uh, it's pretty simple really so zealous is basically a rewards program for gamers um basically when you play a game you can finish missions right which can be simple you know which can be simply things like getting three kills in this game or something like really specific, like dealing the highest damage on your team on a particular hero, right? But you know, what is like a simple one or, or complicated one? The idea is that once you finish the mission, you get rewarded with points depending on how you did, right? So if you did really well, you get more points. If you didn't do too well, you get you get less points. And then you can use those points to redeem in-game prizes like skins, gift cards, new games, you know, you know, and whatnot. So it's basically a platform in which um, players, they can earn points for finishing missions in game and then use the points to redeem prices. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but when I scroll through your website, it looks like you're able to, you know, use this on different games. Now, obviously, games are all different. You know, there's shooter games, there's, you know, sword fighting games, there's like medieval games. How, 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 I mean, first of all, tell me if that's right, if, if this works with multiple games, and if it does, how do you know how many points to assign to, you know, each level or each action? Can you get to describe how that works? Yeah, you know, you know, I think, I think, Matt, you're, you're, you're absolutely right that um, sort of like balancing between the difficulty among multiple games is kind of like our greatest challenge. Um, and I think uh, we kind of rely on a community of uh, essentially moderators who play many games and who essentially sort of like tell us, right? So it's like, oh, like getting one kill in this game is like roughly as hard as like getting two kills in, in, in the other game. But it's like very much a human driven process for sure. Um, and, and, and you're also like, re, you're also definitely correct that like they will support multiple games. In fact, that's, I would say that's our, that's our primary value proposition. Cause um, like, a lot of pe- like a lot of people don't know this, but it's actually uh, more than 55% of all players actually spend significant time across two or more games, right? So one of the biggest challenge of the gaming industry today is that each game usually only monetize of their most dedicated players, known as the worlds, right? So it's like, um, but the, but the worlds, you know, they also tend to be players that, that only spend time on their one game, right? So basically the situation right now is that 55% of all players are not actually sufficiently monetized on. So essentially, Zelos is a platform in which we sort of like 
uh, appeal to players who play many games because that means that you can you can accumulate points and rewards from multiple games multiple games that you play, uh, and then we also give the game devs an opportunity to essentially monetize monetize off these players who who play who play multiple games. So yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense, and it's, it's honestly really smart. Um, so I'd love to hear a little bit about you know you you have these these coins or you you call them zips and mm -hmm. zips is like money and with the zips you can redeem prizes that's right i, I there's a whole world in you know video games and esports and like you know that whole world uh, where there's like a currency like you can have like skins and you can have different things you can wear and different items and it's literally like currency people you know it it, it has a lot of worth but to a lot of people that don't um, don't game or don't play games, they may not understand. So can you kind of describe what some of these items are in gaming and what gives them value? And are they skins? Are they like virtual items? Can you kind of explain how that whole thing works? Because I'm not totally sure at the moment. So I'd love to hear. Uh, yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, I think, I think in general, um, when we talk about items in games, um, they can be divided into two categories, right? So one is like what people would call just like um, cosmetics. So these are the items that um, really don't do anything other than, other than just making your in-game avatars like look better, right? So it's kind of like how when you go outside, right? Like you want to be looking pretty, right? So you want to put so, so you want to you want to be putting on like uh, like nice you want to put, you, want, you want to be putting on nice look, nice looking clothes nice looking clothing and whatnot. Um, and it turns out that's like for for players who really who are really into gaming they very much care about the same thing for their in-game avatars as well, right? So the cosmetic market, uh, if I recall correctly, is actually a 100 billion plus market globally across all games. So that's like a really big market. Um, but then of course, like there are also the, I guess like the items that will give your, uh, your characters in, 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 in video games like extra power, right? So, um, so people call those games pay to win games. Um, in the sense that you have to essentially um, pay in order to make your characters more powerful. And then by doing so, you can kind of like have more fun in the game. But I think like we are seeing a trend in which um, the, pay -to -game, the pay to win games are actually becoming less and less popular, mostly because like it doesn't seem particularly fair, right? Like that the, you know, that the rich players, they, you know, they, you know, they just get to win more, right? So actually like most of the games are actually focusing more, on, more, and more, on the more and more on the cosmetics, which is actually becoming like a really, really big market. But I, just, I also just want to clarify that it's not only just in-game items that you, that you can redeem on Zeros. You can also redeem video games themselves as well, right? So, so it's like you can literally redeem a new video game on Zeros as well. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And it's honestly, it's such a cool world of what's happening. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm not a... Like, I, I mean, I play, the extent of my gaming is I play maybe 30 minutes of Oculus Quest a day. Okay. Um, and, you know, I, I wasn't much before that. And it's it's just kind of fascinating to learn, honestly, about this virtual world. That you got, like, you know, Roblox, you know, Minecraft, Fortnite, and, 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 and I mean, obviously way more than that, right? And it almost seems like there's a world on gaming, and it feels like more than ever the physical world is shrinking slightly and the virtual world is like increasing as more people game, especially, you know, in the environment we're in now. Do you have any thoughts on just gaming as an industry and it's gross and what that means for, um, 
Uh, I guess for some of these skins and some of these like collectibles or, or items that help you power up and like, and will, will that give these items more value if more people start gaming? Um, yeah, you know, for sure, you know, Matt, um, you know, I, you know, I think, I think just like philosophically speaking, I, you know, I think, um, like I very much believe in the idea that sort of like, like the only thing that really truly matters, um, is people's subjective experience, right? As in like, you know how like there's this whole philosophical debate about how like the only thing you know for sure exists is your own experience, right? So, so in that sense, I do believe that's like the, like the whole virtual world is actually much, much more important than people realize because, um, like, because essentially like the virtual world is, in, is, is one in which the, the barrier to crafting new experience is way lower than the physical world, right? It's like much, much easier to craft entirely, entirely new experience in the virtual worlds than the physical world, right? You can build entirely new games, right? Like, like if you just compare any two, to any two given games, they are, ex they are extremely different. They're fundamentally different, right? So I do think that in that sense, um, just like philosophically speaking, I do, I do think that like video games is actually, actually very, very interesting uh, and very, very important just because it gives people around the world like a really low barrier way to enjoy fundamentally innovative experiences, right? And I think like um, like the reason why sort of like video games they they kind of like become um, like the like the you know you know like the like the most popular games they kind of like change very rapidly um, is also a testament to essentially sort of like how um, how innovative video game experiences can be right because like when a new video game becomes popular it's because it's crafting a entirely new experience for the players and that's why and that's why it became popular right whereas, whereas if you compare that with like sort of like the the pace of, of innovation of you know uh, in the in the physical world is much much lower right it's like the the amusement park of the day they feel very much different sorry like, like they feel very much similar to the amusement parks of 10 years ago, right? But like if you compare the video games of, of today to the, video, to the video games of 10 years ago, they are very, very different. So I do think that's like, if you take the point of view of sort of like um, experience, like being this like really, really important thing for, 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 for you know, for, for, for humanity, then I think you have to agree that like, that like video games like actually like one very important area just so like for the for the enjoyment of the you know of the whole you know i guess like human, uh, just like the whole world um yeah yeah i mean that, that's a, it's a great perspective and I, I appreciate that you mentioned how games you know have changed over the last decade or games of 10 years ago different from games of today I, i've noticed as somewhat of an outsider to the industry that it seems like games are getting a little more universal Meaning, like, you have, a, you know, I, I read it in places that what if there are items in one game that can also be used in a different game? And what you're doing is what if you have, you know, points or, you know, re rewards racking up in one game and the same when you can rack in another game. It is, what, what does it mean that games are getting more connected and are more universal? Um, like, how, what do you, how do you protect, uh, predict the industry will evolve if, if, universe, if universality is kind of like, in its future. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think, um, I think the trend of games becoming, um, so I think, I think connected is kind of like, um, is 
like I'm not sure like I'm not sure if connected is the right way to put it. Um simply because it's actually very hard to see um different 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 game developers actually working together, right? To essentially have data flowing between different games. Uh which is actually why the idea that you mentioned about how having an item being available in different games um is actually still like very much unrealistic just because it's actually very hard to get game developers to work together, right? Um, so I think the beauty of Zelos um, is actually that it sort of connects the game in a way that doesn't actually require any actual effort or like collaboration between the, between the game developer, right? Because it's like the only thing we need is a universal, essentially a universal point system, right? A universal currency, um, that's, you know, that's like essentially uh, maintained by a independent third party such as Zellos. Um, that's the users can trade in for prices in, in any game. And just to be clear, um, when I say that's like the users, they can trade in the price for, for the, sorry, you know, you know, when I say that the user can trade in the points for the price in the game, it doesn't necessarily mean that the, the publisher, the developer of that, of that price of the game um, has to essentially work with us, right? Because what actually happens it happens is that the users, they spend the points and then we use the money to buy the price, right? So like there, we actually, like there, uh, we actually don't require some sort of like a, some sort of like a active buying from the developer. Um, but of course, like the reason why we're able to spend the money is because of two reasons, right? So one is that um, there are other developers that are using this platform, you know, which is Zellos, to uh, to to advertise and to push their new games, right? So we are making money of the of of other developers, and secondly, you know, like our our players are also paying us for premium features on the platform, right? Um, but yeah, you know, so 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 I think that like the reason why we have been seeing such strong growth, um, you know, for Zellos, um, is because we really satisfy this need, uh, which is the fact that. Again, right, like the number that I mentioned before, in which more than fifty-five percent of all players actually spend time in more than in more than two games, right? So that means that um, players they do want a way to spend money, such that when they switch between such that such that when they switch between games, which inevitably happens, um, their value, their money is not locked up and it's not lost in the game that they no longer play, right? Um, because they, because like their value is, is stored on Zellos, they can just move between games without worrying that like their money and their time and their efforts and their and their value was lost just because they they moved to a new game. You know, which happens all the time. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, one, one quick question, and then we'll kind of go into the final the final couple of questions. So we're seeing, as as you mentioned, as I mentioned. I mean, a huge boom in gaming. I mean, it's always been big, but it's growing. And for me, like, I keep hearing about, you know, the Minecraft, the Fortnites, um, for, the, for maybe some of the younger younger kids, um, and and maybe and maybe not, right? And it's just like there's all these ecosystems being built on games. My question for you is, have you have you put any thought into when these ecosystems will translate into virtual reality? Obviously, virtual reality is very early, like extremely early. But do you see the way games have permeated, you know, tech and just, you know, culture today? Do you see that ever happening on virtual reality? Um, 
so first of all, like uh, we need to sort of like talk about like what we mean by virtual reality, right? Um, like I assume what you meant is that it's something like 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 how like how there's like a game called Second Life, um, in which you can kind of like adopt a an, an avatar in a, in a in a virtual world, and then like you can essentially control the avatar to like live like a sort of like a parallel life in the virtual world. Um, so if if that's what you meant. Um, then I think that like that in itself is not particularly um, interesting or appealing, um, just because you know I think um, the reality like the reality is that like gamers they 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 they, they, they like they crave new new experiences right like they want to experience new things so it's very hard to kind of like lock gamers into like one single virtual world for like a very long time, um, but I do think that um, there's a related concept. Which is augmented reality, right? Right, like, like this idea that um, we can all be wearing these like smart glasses, and then we can uh, just like when we navigate within the within the per, within the physical world, we can sort of like see a virtual overlay on top of on top on top of the world, right? And I think like one very successful example of that uh, would be uh, Pokemon Go, right? Right, in which you go out into the wilderness, um, and then uh, just like through your phone screen. You can see those Pokemon's on the, you know, like in the in the real world, right? So I do think that like that's like a really promising direction in which sort of like the the, the um I guess like the boundary between the virtual world and the physical worlds um really blur, right? Um, uh, and and you know and and like judge, and like judging by the the continued success of Pokemon Go, right, and right and other games of like you know you know and other similar games, um I do think that like that's like a really promising direction. And speaking of directions of, you know, where everything's going, I'd love to hear what's the direction for your company, uh, more so, less of the direction and more of the vision. If you looked out, you know, a decade or two, what, what is, what does Ellis look like? What have you built and, you know, what, what, what kind of things would, would people be doing on it? Yeah, for sure. You know, I think, I think the ultimate of, the ultimate vision of Zellos is essentially to become the Facebook of gaming. Um, in two senses, right? So in one sense, we want to be the Facebook of gaming in, um, in that like uh, Zelda should be, should be essentially your gamer's profile, right? So uh, every gamer should be on Zelda and Zelda should be connected to all the games that they play. And since we check your activities in all the games, we can display this one unified profile in which we displays your entire gaming history and also like all the like all your little and big achievements across multiple games, uh, which is actually very very important for gamers because for me personally, right? Like if I think back to to some of my favorite games that I played like more than say five ten years ago, like I actually can't really I actually don't have anything on them anymore other than my own memory, right? So it would have been really nice if I had if I had this like one profile that actually kept track of my like all my achievements, all my highlights from. From from a game that I played a long a long time ago, right? So that's like what, 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 so that's what we meant by the Facebook of gaming, from the user's perspective. Um, but we also want to be the Facebook of the Facebook of gaming from the developers from the developers perspective, because like today, if you talk to a game developer, one of their greatest challenges is actually to to of course you know is to get new users to to play their games, right? And the way that they do it today. You know, like funnily enough, it's actually through Facebook, right? So it's like they uh, they usually like they usually like create Facebook Facebook ads that target specific demographics, you know, right? So it's like oh, you know, people between twenty and thirty, right? You know, to to uh, to advertise their games. 
but that's actually not very effective because like there are a lot of people between 20 and 30 and a lot of them, they may not should be interested in, in, in their particular video game, right? But the, the cool thing about Zellos is that since we check all users and since we check um, all the games that they play, we actually have very detailed data on their preference as far as like, like what, types of, what, type, what types of games they like to play, like how good, they, how good they are at each different genre of games and all these different kinds of data. And because of that, we can actually create a highly targeted, highly effective advertising platform for game developers. So that imagine that you imagine that you are a game dev and you are trying to launch a new, say, um, like a like a first person shooting game, right? So through Zellos, you can actually say that oh, like I want like thirty percent of the players who view this ad, right? You know, to be players who spend I don't know like like more than fifty percent of their time playing first person shooter games, right? So you can kind of like craft this like very high fidelity composition of your audience through Zellos. And I think that, and, and, that's a, and that's a very, very powerful thing for, the, uh, for, for, for game developers. And you, you, your vision is so clear, like you're crystal clear on what you want to build, which is, which is cool because usually, uh, you know, when you're a crystal, when you know exactly what you're building towards, you, 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 the chances of you doing it, you know, are, are pretty good or much higher. So thanks for sharing that. My, my last question for you, you know, that's, that's a very lofty vision. I think it's awesome, but you're going to need some help along the way to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you might need, you know, you, developers, you might need gamers, and you also will need help from the forward-thinking founders community. So this leads me to my last question, which is, uh, which is how can the forward-thinking founders community help you? Is there an ask that you have or something that you need help with that anyone listening can, can, can assist with? How can we help? Yeah, you know, I think, um, I mean, since I imagine that like most of the, or at least like a, a significant portion of the audience might be other founders, um, I think my ask in this very, I guess, like a particular point in time, it would be that um, if by any chance um, you are like, like, you are like letting go of like really talented engineers or product people, you know, which is like, you know, which as we all know, is like something that's like happening a lot these days, right? Just because of the COVID situation, then um, then I would definitely appreciate if you could refer them to Zellos, uh, especially if, if especially if they're interested in gaming. Um, you know, just because um, you know, as you might know, right? Like gaming is actually one of the industries that's obviously like very 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 resistant to situations like this because right now the people that are chat at home, they're actually playing more games. Than usual, right? So we're actually seeing growth that's like even higher than before, um, you know, which is also why we are we are looking to expand our team. Um, so if by any chance you know anyone who's looking who's looking for an opportunity at a early stage startup, right, that's like working on gaming, then um, you know I'd love to hear I'd I'd love to hear from them. And if someone wanted to get in touch with you or learn more about what you're working on, do you have a website? Do you have an email? Do you have social media? How can people get in touch with you if they're interested? Um, I think the best way would be to send an email to funders at zellos.gg. Um, that's the email that we check, you know, to um, you know, to see to see new to see, to see new candidates. So that would be funders. All right. Cool. Well, thanks for coming on. I mean, what you're building, I think, is out of this world. Um, I'm so interested in what's going on in gaming right now, and just yeah, gaming, esports, virtual reality, all that stuff is just. You know, it's just interesting. So I appreciate you shedding some light on it for me. 
and you know, best of luck moving forward and making your vision happen. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Matt, for taking the time to to do the, to do to do this interview. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into that episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. And luckily, there's another one coming up real soon. But before then, I have a couple things to tell you. First, if you're listening to this and you think you're working on something cool or you think you're smart, hit me up on Twitter. I am at Matt underscore Sherman, and that is Matt with one T. So hit me up, shoot me a DM, and I'm happy to check out what you're working on and maybe we can get you on the pod. But at the very least, I'm happy to give you feedback on your product or project or startup. Lastly, if you can please rate this podcast in the iTunes store. That would be awesome. I'm trying to get up in the rankings so more people can discover these awesome founders. And the only way to do that, or one of the ways to do that, is growing with rankings. So if you like what you're listening to, please just go onto the iTunes store, give it five stars or four, you know, or three. I'm not going to tell you what to give, but just tell whatever I deserve, you should rate that. With that, I'm signing off. See you next time. Bye.